Malcolm, this was your first public statement in that 90-day period, isn't it? The first time I opened up my mouth in 90 days. That's why I'm talking so fast and so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we drop the MVP NBA report card. Yes, it's a report card pickup. We're going to be giving grades to all the trade deadline and buyout stuff that's been happening in the NBA. Find out what our grades are for each team. Also... Later on, we're going to discuss who we feel should win the NBA MVP award. We're also going to talk about our most surprising and most disappointing NBA teams so far this year. In our MVP music table discussion, we're going to be talking about the originals versus the cover. Who did it better? Well, find out as you continue to listen. We also revisit the Fizz face. Yes, we have brought back Fizz face. We're going to be talking about our favorite spots to hit up post-memorial and assembly programs. We also got some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax, pick your feet up, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show. What up? What up, what up? We back. We are back. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left. Without a dope podcast to step two. Yes, Be sir. Back. Yes, sir. We have, Rodney, we have been silenced for 90 days. Just like the Minister Malcolm X, man. <laughs> I, made, I, made some comments, I made some comments about that Capitol riot and the chickens coming home to roost. I, 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 thought they, I think they silenced us for 90 days because of that. <laughs> Man, I, uh, our last episode was right before that. I know, I know. Yeah, crazy. It was right before that, man. Like it was crazy. And I, you know what? It's crazy. I, I didn't hear about that until later on in the evening when things started to simmer down. And I was watching CNN. I was just watching all the aftermath. So I'm like, man, this ain't nothing. I'm going on social media because that's where all the entertainment is at. <laughs> I went on social media. I saw all these memes, man. Man, I was cracking up, man, and, and it, it was just—it was crazy. That—that that was a crazy day. That it was yeah, it definitely was. a dark, dark period right there. Yeah, man, man, we've learned nothing. Yeah, um, we've learned absolutely nothing. But that—that—that—that—that uh, that, 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 that statue with the, that clay and that iron at that foot, man, not sticking together. Not sticking, sticking together. Yeah, man, it's about to be over. It's about to be over. That's all I was thinking. But man, what's 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 the word, man? Hey, man, quarantine clean, man. I I, I, I we survived 2020. You know, I'm, I'm about to get my second shot Saturday. Nice. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get back out here, man. I'm ready to get back out here. You know, uh, I, I, I got so much to say, man. Like like, cause cause we we've been off for so long, man. But but shout out to our listeners, man. Thanks for tuning back in to us. You yes, know, sir. We're we gonna keep giving y'all what you want, and of course, you know I got shout outs, Rodney. 
But before you get into those shout outs, I want to <laughs> say I got my shot too. I got my first shot yesterday, which means good uh, stuff. After this recording, I got it Tuesday of this week, which is uh, uh, March 30th. But oh, real quick, speaking of that, have you heard? So I, I'm I'm ready. And uh, but I will say this, man. I just turned 40 in January, man. And 2021 has not been good to me. <laughs> it's not been good to me, man. So I've been struggling with this hernia uh, for the last. Oh, you three... still dealing with that? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been having. I thought you had fixed that. So I need surgery, but I've been having a hard time finding insurance to cover the surgery. So I'm still in a battle with that. Um, I've been calling so many places, and it, it just hasn't been working out. So uh, until. <laughs> Until then, I'm gonna continue to still struggle with this thing, and you never know when it comes, man. I, like it, it just hits me, man. It will just hit me in the morning, and I know when it's coming. I tell Danita, I'm like, hey, Danita, I, I, I'm gonna have to lay down for like the next couple of hours. She like, oh, I came back again. Like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't. So I ended up like every now and then, man. It, it just happens, man. Sometimes I gotta call off work because it'd be so painful. So. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I, I've been, you know, kind of struggling with that. But other than that, in a new shop, I'm working at Brookfield now. And <laughs> I didn't even know Brookfield was a neighborhood until I worked over there. I thought it was just a zoo over there. That's all I knew, <laughs> That's all I knew was Brookfield Zoo, you know? <laughs> and hey, that, all you knew was that's what a good zoo is at. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I didn't know it was a whole neighborhood, but yeah, man, yeah, I've been working there. It's, it's a whole suburb, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole suburb, but hey, man, they 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 support, man. They supporting heavy, man. I, I'm I'm getting booked up almost every every time I come to work. So, uh, it's, it's keeping my bills paid. So I'm glad about that. I was gonna ride that unemployment, man, but I'm like, man, you know, it's only so long, you know, the government gonna keep paying me, you know. So I'm like, yeah. Man, because the job. because uh because of covid i mean how much were they guaranteeing people just a year well they kept saying oh it's gonna cut off in december it was supposed to cut off in december then it was supposed to cut off in march then after the previous stimulus the the fifth what the 1400 the 1400 stimmy dropped and then they was like all right they extended it to may so i don't know i mean you but you can't keep relying on an extension you know eventually the government gonna be like all right everybody vax you know biden trying to get the whole world vaccinated by may <laughs> i don't know biden might turn around and say hey all right everybody back to work we don't know so yeah we don't know and cut we off the unemployment so you know at first i was on the fence about it but then i was like yeah you know what I i'd rather have a job man than to be relying on unemployment and plus I, you know, I cut hair. I got the ability to cut anywhere, so it, it is what it is. So right, right, yeah, yeah. You need that, that insurance, right? <laughs> exactly. But with that being said, man, let's get to these shout outs. Oh man, so I got, I got, I got a few shout outs, man. Shout out to all the brothers, man, who who out there who only want to shepherd the young, attractive single sisters, man. <laughs> Stop hitting me up asking me when when I'm gonna do a, a shepherding call on so and so, man. Like. Like they good, they good. I just checked up on them. I just checked up on them. You hey, want to do a shepherd and call on them? You call. Them. Is Sister William study baptized yet? 
Oh yeah, you know she baptized. She baptized. <laughs> she freshly did. She freshly did. You know she got she got another. She got another uh study. It's been popping up. You know that that that's that's on track. That's it. That is on track. So you know, Sister Williams just went back to Pioneer School. By the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She did, man. That you know she told me about how everybody kept telling her she had to take herself off mute she got tired of hitting it she, she just <laughs> stayed the whole thing she she told me she's like man i just stayed the whole me every day i just I, I didn't even hit the mute button i just kept it on mute the whole thing but i enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah she just went back to pioneer school and shout out shout out to all the friends who did not follow instructions during their memorial campaign <laughs> We said do not put the Zoom information on the on the on the copies of the of the memorial invitations. The friends did it anyway. Uh, they wrote in the other the other call in number for the for the for the Kingdom Hall voicemail. Uh, man, that it was that was so frustrating. Uh, try to trying to trying to tell friends like, yo, do not put the Zoom information. And this is not a blanket campaign. Like we're not blanking it the territory with with this information you you give them this number to call and one of the mm -hmm. elders will get in touch with them and then we'll give them the zoom info after they express interest and call in oh well brother i don't get it yeah i said you got that right you know why because people are so used to you know going on a, a rampage of passing invitations with the information on it and that's, that's fine i, I guess like, i'm like gone are those days i'm trying to tell people because people were upset they were upset that i did not drop off hundreds of invitations to their doorstep personally i said friends we don't need to do that we're not doing a blanket campaign invite people you personally know relatives bible studies return visits schoolmates workmates you can give them that info but we're not blanking in the territory with that why why not why 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 where are my invitations at I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get your, your group. First, first of all, your group overseer is going to get you your invitations, not me. Like, you really think I'm going to drive around Chicagoland after working a, a nine-hour shift at work to, to, to personally deliver these invitations to 50, 60 households? Like, not going to happen, number one. And number two, the invitations are blank. Yeah. <laughs> so you're giving these out for nothing. Right. Follow the instructions that we gave you. Yep. Everything will work out fine. And shout out, shout out, I got a, I got a, a Zoom story for our memorial, man. Shout out to the sister that was in Walmart during the memorial. <laughs> Wait a minute. We, 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 walking she around doing Walmart. stock. She was doing overstock. She, no, she was shopping. She, she was oh. pushing a buggy and shopping. I'm like, I'm looking on the screen. I'm like. Why does that look like a, a first? I thought she was in like a gymnasium, but right. then I saw I saw like you know the little Walmart logo sign or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I, she walks past that, and I'm looking like, is that a cash register? Are those buggies? <laughs> is she in Walmart? In Walmart during the memorial, bro. Didn't she have all day to do that, bro? You see, then you go asking reasonable questions, Rodney. I stopped asking reasonable questions a year ago. <laughs> uh, hey, Ian, let, let, real quick, man. Quick, quick. Hey, hey, hey. Listen. Just put, just put in a letter. Just put in a letter to your body. Just tell them, hey, man. Um, I'm about to head off um, 
come to the suburbs real quick <laughs> and go join uh, the body of elders over at Burbank. You, you know, you're a cultural dude. You're a cultural dude, and so you know, it's, you're not leaving the hood. You st- you're no, still no, in the hood because no. it's virtual. You still uh, just virtual. You just just hanging out with us until this. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna so, have to take a break from my people, man. <laughs> take a break from your people, you know. And then once things open back up, y'all back in the, you know, and you can just go right back. You know, transfer right back to Kensington. <laughs> 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 it, you never left. You know what I mean? You never left. You know. So you know, it just it just it just ease your mind. You know, you just coming over here to ease your mind. You, you just we'll do all the work. We'll do all the work. You just chill, you know. <laughs> you said we'll give, do all the work. Yeah, give a couple of parts here and there. That's you know, and just enjoy yourself, man. <laughs> right, you don't know the half of it, man. I got an off wax story for you, man. You don't know the half of it. <laughs> and la- and lastly, lastly, shout out to all the parents who just uh, who out there who just banned their kids from listening to Lil Nas X. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hearing the study. I'm hearing it. I, I I did not care to watch the video because I heard about the content, but um, it's wild. I heard it's, it's wild. bad. I heard it's bad. Uh, and you know, I never really liked it. I really never cared for Lil Nas X. I think you know, I know Old Town Road. You know, it was an overplayed, drowned out song. But it, I I didn't have a problem when the song with the song when it first came out. I actually, my my first hearing of Lil Nas X was because I think uh, on your podcast you talked about him and I was like oh who is this dude so I, I looked him up and uh, I'm like wait a minute I'm on social media people have been making a lot of like short videos with that in the background I'm like oh that's the dude that made that particular song I thought that was a honestly I thought it was a, a, a full-blown country song I didn't know it was a, a black artist that made that song. So yeah, yeah. But he, you know, he 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 made like a nice little fun song for the kids. But with this this latest thing, man, he came out like, man, screw your kids. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's wild, man. It's wild. Brother Sanders told me about it because you know he was trying to he was trying to click on WAP, but he ended up watching the Lil Nas X video instead and was 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 taken back by it. You know. I don't know. <laughs> Brother Sanders, I told you to stay off them internets. Hey, man. Brother Sanders still struggling with the internet. He's still struggling with the internets, man. <laughs> uh, it's gotten worse since COVID. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Brother Sanders. You got to get better than that, man. Yeah, trying it, to it, watch uh, 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 Cardi B and, uh, and, the, <laughs> and the Megan. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he said, and the Megan? <laughs> Oh, the Megan. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man, I got one shout out. I don't. I don't have a lot of. The, we didn't have a lot of issues with our memorial campaign. I think all the friends followed directions like they were supposed to. Uh, the meeting went well. No, no, no situations except for this. This one. I, I noticed this. <laughs> this one girl. She was on. Uh, listening to the memorial and her cat had <laughs> peeked into the camera staring at like giving her the meme of like like you need to feed me because I ain't appreciating this and you know the girl just straight up ignored the cat and the cat just gave him the, this, the Tony Baker skippity pap so like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh wow <laughs> you better feed me so I'm looking at the needle I'm like look 
look, that cat giving his owner the business. Look. And that was the only form of entertainment I got. I didn't have nobody <laughs> shopping at Walmart. <laughs> but uh I do have one shout out. And shout out to those brothers, you know, that that that's reading they talks, but you know, Mac, Mac, acting like y'all actually giving the talk. Um we I am familiar with computers. I know how computers work. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know that you can put, you can do a split screen on your laptop or your desktop or whatever you use. And you can have your notes on one side or at the top and zoom on the other side or at the bottom. Um, I see your eyes. When your eyes is going <laughs> left to right constantly or right to left constantly, you're reading your talk. Put it out, brothers. I can tell that you're reading your talk. Stop reading your talk, man. Like, I don't, we're not, this is not the news. This is not wine burgundy. This is not, <laughs> this is not yeah, television. You this is Zoom. This is the Kingdom Hall. This is the meetings. You know, put some feeling into it. Put some, look at the camera. Like, look at the lens, the little lens on top of your laptop. Look at that. Don't, you know, you're reading and you're trying to make it sound like you're trying to put a little emotion into your reading. But, dude, if we want to read, just give us the reference to that watchtower that you're reading from. And we can just read it on our own. Bro, Rodney, that is still not as bad. That's bad. That is bad. And it's dry. But it's not as bad as uh, um, a particular discourse or a talk that this brother gave last week in my hall um, on a Wednesday meeting, um, the five-minute talk. And unfortunately, I was the chairman. And we just had our CEO's visit. And he kind of told us, he basically told us we need to start giving constructive counsel again because part of our circuit needs is that people aren't making advancement with their parts. So... The only way they're going to learn to be able to do that is if we give them counsel again. And, you know, that's in line with, with, with the new, you know, instructions from the, from the branch. So I had to give his brother some very straight counsel, dude. But, um, dude, I, I, I can't even go into details with that. It was it was bad, man. And is this the particular brother guy? He wanted them who, who's been who's asked at least twice when y'all going to give me a public talk. And it's like, dude, handle the five minute talks right first. Right, right. But he was, it was bad, Rodney. It was bad. I thought you was going to go uh, those, but you had ranted about that once before, uh, I think on a previous episode about uh, images. <laughs> yeah, like well, 50, this 50 dude, million yeah, the pictures. Images, yeah, the pictures thing, that's that's kind of a cheat code too, because it, it gives the it gives the appearance that you that you've done all this like deep research when you really haven't, and you're mispronouncing the names of the stuff in the pictures. <laughs> but Ronnie, man, this brother, man, he, oh god, he, I'm, I'm looking at the source material like, where is he getting this from? Did not stick to the source material, and he was working on main points. Then he tell he he says not once but twice during the talk. Yeah, you know, I only got five minutes, so. <laughs> I only got five minutes, so <laughs> y'all look up. He tell he tells the congregation, y'all y'all just look this up. This y'all homework no, time. Y'all look up. The no, he didn't. Yes, Rodney. No, he didn't. Yes. Dude had five main points to bring out. Only brought out two of the five because mm -hmm. he spent so long on his intro. 
Then he tells the congregation, well, y'all, y'all look it up. Y'all, y'all look this information. I ain't I, I don't got time to get into it all. Wow. Wow. Uh. <laughs> well, those are our shout outs. My people uh, my people. back in rare form, as y'all can see. And so this hey. might be a two hour show, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, I only got an hour and 13 minutes left for my Uber picks me up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try to we're going oh, to try to this about to be this about to be live live. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, shout out to those Uber drivers that play hip hop just because I'm a black person. All right. Next up, we got NBA. <laughs> we got NBA, man. MVP report card pickup. That's what we gonna call this. A A N. Have you had? I like. It. Have you had bad report card experience where, where you was nervous that your mom or your dad saw your grades? You know what? I never, I never worried about that. Oh, you know um, what? Let's save that topic for another episode. I got a yeah, story. I never really worried about that. I was more well. I get, I get into that later. I got a report card story for you on the next episode. And trust me, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to get it right into it, man. We had a lot of trades, a lot of NBA that's happened since our last episode. I think when we recorded our last episode, the season was like maybe two weeks in. And now a lot of things have happened. A lot of teams have changed since that episode. So we're going to get right into it. And you just, and you just give us uh, your grade on certain uh, teams, whether they deserve a whooping or whether they uh, deserve to get that 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 Pizza Hut, so uh, <laughs> the Pizza Hut will the coupon that, that pizza. <laughs> the book report. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first first up to bat, we got the Orlando Magic. Um, I, I I didn't I didn't put down a grade for them because honestly, the Magic. They should have blown everything up. I mean, they were a team that out of the past eight years, they've won two playoff games. You know, they've had no, they won no playoff series. And every year they've just kind of hovered at the seven, eight, nine spot in a weakened Eastern Conference. And it's like, after a while, it's like, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, we got some good players. But if our ceiling is the eight, eight seed and a first round exit, why wouldn't we blow this up? You know, and it's like, They've been kind of doing this soft rebuild ever since Dwight Howard left. And now they just need to just hit the reset button all together and just do a hard rebuild. So, you know, I, I can't, I'll, I'll give them a C, you know, because because what they did was neither good nor bad. It was just needed. Yeah. I, I got I got a B for them, too. Hey, There's only one direction to go but up, man. They, they should have broke that team up a long time ago. In my opinion. Yeah, imagine imagine if the Bulls or the Knicks or the Lakers only won two playoff games in eight years. With you know, they would have been blown that up. Right. Let alone they haven't won a playoff series since 2010. Yeah. Yeah, that, that year they went to the finals. Yep. That that's uh that that's sad. That's sad. No, so, wait, yeah, no, about... they, they didn't go to the finals that year. I no, think no, no, no. That, that was the year before. 2009 is when they went to the finals. But they did go, they got to the second round, I think, the following year. But yeah, just uh, I, I just give them a B. Um, they got a lot of draft picks out of it, and who knows, Wendell Carter Jr. might might do better in Orlando. We you know we never know. He's just injury prone when he was in sh- to Chicago. But we'll get to Chicago later. Houston Rockets, what is your grade? 
man f like can somebody please can somebody please let me know what they got in exchange for james harden (laughs) nothing like like really what assets did they get like so they got lavert immediately shipped him off to indiana what did they get in return for lavert i'm trying to remember um, you talking about the pre- previous trade? Oh, Oladipo. They got Oladipo. Yeah, they got Victor Oladipo. Houston got Avery they Bradley, Kelly Olenek, and a draft swap. So what do they have now, like, in hand? A bunch of draft picks? Uh, yeah, just, well, yeah, a bunch of draft picks from the from uh, this trade I- and also from the, the trade with James Hart. I give them an F plus because they had to get people keep forgetting all, all those draft picks they gave away when they got um, they or traded away when they got Russell Westbrook when they paired him up with Harden. People forget how much they gave away to get Russell Westbrook because I remember when they did that I'm like oh wow they really leveraging the whole farm on this move right here and at the end of the day they had no future and then we all know what happened. Russell Westbrook left. Uh, I got 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 traded away, and then um, for 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 uh, uh, John Wall, and then uh, James Harden. He torpedoed his way out the franchise. So it's like they had to get some picks back. But I don't know, man. The whole like accruing picks thing. I feel that's a lazy GM move. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel that GMs kind of do that to just kind of buy themselves time a little bit, and. You know, and be like, yeah, we got all these picks. Let's see how these work out. You know, and then like nobody can say they're a bad GM because, you know, they're still waiting to see how all these picks turn out, you know, five, six, seven years down the road. So not not a fan of what Houston did. Not but they not. were kinda they kinda were they, they kinda had nothing else to do. It was yeah, like, Man, we yeah they were put in a bad they were put in a bad position by Harden in the beginning, you know, and Westbrook. I mean, they both chose to leave, so they didn't want to be there anymore. And I know some inside, you know, stuff that was going on with the front office being Trump supporters, I think, had a factor. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I also I want to mention, <laughs> have you seen a meme? I saw this one meme that was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, remember when the chicken sandwich, when the Popeye's chicken sandwich was like a huge craze and they showed that lady that was sitting outside, stooped over, that worked at Popeye's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody gonna mean... That's Steven Silas. That's Steven Silas coaching me. Man, he got a raw deal, man. He got a bad deal, man. I feel so sorry for him because I actually think he's a good coach, man. I think he can be a good coach in this league. And and they just just did him wrong, man. They just did him wrong. But it is what it is. He getting paid, so he got to continue to coach no matter who he got. Uh, Boston Celtics. I give him a D, man. I I really thought they were going to go for Aaron Gordon. Um... You know they got they got Fournier, which is he's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him. Um, I, I mean he's good. Fournier's good. Like I think he had a bad debut, but um, uh, they need a big man. They need a reliable big, and they need they need Kimba to get healthy, man. And they need depth. You know, like I don't know if if Fournier answers all the depth questions that 
you know Boston has right now. So I'm, I'm giving him a D. I'm gonna just say this: uh, Evan Fournier is the nav of, of, of to. <laughs> Evan Fournier to, is to the NBA what nav Jeez. is trap music. Jeez, like Pretty bad. boring, boring. Like he is boring. Fournier is the most one of the most boringest players in the NBA. I don't think he's gonna help the Celtics climb out of their little dumpster fire that they're in right now. I thought that was a bad move. I came close to giving the Celtics an F, but I'm gonna go D minus. I, I don't like this move. Yeah, he gonna he what gonna What position does Fournier play again? Uh, I thought he's a two guard. Okay, he's a two guard. Um, he's strictly a scorer. That's it. Like, what is he gonna? Well, they did need scoring. They they, they do need dependable need scoring. scoring but, but they also need a big man, and they, and they they need a true playmaker. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know what's playmaker. going on with Kemba. Yeah, yeah, Kemba is not living up to that contract. Do you think he's just hurt, and they're, they're, he's more injured than they're than they're saying he is? Like, what do you think is going on? I think it's all mental with him. I think I think huh. he just got to get over that mental aspect of getting hurt again. Okay, I, that's what I think. But man, but I'm gonna get to I, I got I'm gonna get to the Celtics later. I also got something else to say about them. Uh, the Chicago Bulls. I'm gonna give them a B plus. Um, that's the same grade I gave them. I'm gonna give them a B plus. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this move. I feel that whatever the Bulls are going to do, or they need to do it within the next three or four years because Vucevic is already 30 years old. And, um, you know, big guys, they don't they don't hold up, you know, <laughs> like they like yeah. they used to. So whatever you're going to do, do it now. You know, I got I, I, I'm not hung on the on the age of Vucevic only because he I mean, they, they only went to the playoffs like twice and they was an easy out each time so he hasn't had a lot of wear and tear i think the bulls got what they they wanted but they didn't get what they needed they needed a point guard but i think what ak wanted was somebody similar to what he had in in denver with Jokic. and i'm not comparing Jokic to Vucevic, but you know i think he's going for that I think he's going in that direction. He wants the Bulls to be that Denver Nuggets type team. And that's why I think he made that move. But I think, you know, which is nice. I mean, I'm 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 glad to have a 25 and 14 guy on the on the Bulls. But we needed a point guard, man. We're trash at point guard. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a fan of them giving up those picks, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. Man. Picks are just potential, you know what I mean? Yeah, picks so are, you're basing off hope. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, I, I just I, I do like the fact, and, and, and for all Bulls fans, I do like the fact that the Bulls are actually doing something, like making noise in the trade deadline. We haven't had this, you know. That's been our number one criticism of the Bulls. Oh, they don't make no bold moves. They don't do this. They don't do that. We're always on the bad end of a bad trade. Uh, or not <laughs> or not doing anything at all a la uh, Derrick Rose brother you know Reggie Rose all of that the Bulls don't do anything during trade deadline they they don't do anything to make the team better so we're finally got a GM that's that's actually 
trying to grab the bull by the horn. You saw what I did there. And bars. <laughs> and make and make moves. Now is this a championship move? No. But is it a move in the right direction? I think so. Uh as long as Zach Levine stay healthy, which I'm a little concerned about. He got he got that ankle injury. He didn't look good the last two games. So we'll see how this move pans out. Pans out. Yeah, I, I I'd be satisfied if the Bulls like kind of like cropped out this season and then just came back really strong next season. To be quite honest, yeah. because at this point, you know, they might get a seven or eight seed, but at the at the end of the day, they're still going to be a first round out. I believe exactly. So get give them time to jail. You know, you know what? I you know what they need. I honestly, what I think they need more than a point guard. What do they need? Another, another coach. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I not, wasn't a big fan of Billy Donovan when we got him, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready to throw him out. I'm not. Yet. I'm not throwing him out just yet. But let me ask you this, Rodney: Who would you rather have, Billy Donovan, right now? Billy Donovan or Tibbs? Oh, I definitely had Tibbs. I felt like the Bulls should have never got rid of Tibbs. <laughs> you know, he. You know, Billy Donovan. He's okay. He he he's all right, but he's, he's not. He's all real. right, but he's you know? not <laughs> real. Yeah, yeah. He. He does well with player development, like developing younger guys. But you know, he 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 a Doug Collins man. He a guy that's gonna help you go the right direction. But he when it, when you need him to take your team to the next level, you need to go a different direction. Yeah, so, he's not gonna get you to the promised land. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the Mavericks. What would you grade them? Man, what did they do? What did the Mavericks do? They got JJ Reddick. <laughs> Oh, I heard about that. Nah, eh, D minus, whatever. <laughs> I give him a C minus. Uh, next up, we got the Nets. Now, this is not strictly free agent. I mean, you know, not not trade deadline, but we also talking buyout as well with this topic. Right. So, with the Nets, what would you grade them? Um, I mean, a man, they they um, they got Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge. Um. You know, and I, I got an award coming up for one of them later on. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Hey, I, 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 I um, you know, I, I hate the, I hate the media narrative and discussion around the Nets because, you know, they're like, oh, these, 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 these guys are just, you know, teaming up to beat LeBron, and this isn't fair. Or how many more people are you gonna get? But these are the same people defending LeBron when he waited till. Kevin Love and, and Kyrie were a sure thing in Cleveland to go back. He teamed up with, with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in Miami. You know, hopped on a stage before they played a single game to announce how many championships they were going to win. And then he's basically been, you know, the GM over it with the Lakers. You know, they, they torpedoed the Pelicans to get at Davis. Um, you know, they're still acquiring people. And it's like, when they got Blake Griffin, before LaMarcus Aldridge and they got Blake Griffin, people were talking about that. Like, oh, this is so unfair. And, you know, they, they, they're trying to be the monsters from Space Jam. It's like, yo, stop acting like the Lakers ain't trying to get Andre Drummond or Kyle Lowry right now. I said that two weeks ago. And sure enough, we saw what they went out and did. After getting sixth man of the year, Montrezl Harrell, after getting Dennis Schroeder, after picking up Marcus Gasol. Yeah. You know, and relo- reloading their whole bench after they won the championship. Come on, man, stop it! Like, like this is this is the league LeBron has set up. 
yeah, it's an arms race now in the NBA for, for a championship. Don't be mad because the other team beat LeBron to the bigger gun. Right. That's all. And on top of that, uh, let's not forget, LeBron tried to get Paul George to come to L.A. Uh, not, not Paul George. He tried to get uh, Kawhi Leonard to come. Kawhi Leonard. And, and apparently Steph Curry. Did you, did you hear about Steph that? Curry, I got a reward for that later. But yeah, I did hear about that. It's like, come on, man. Y'all, y'all, so y'all not gonna say nothing about that. <laughs> you, but y'all gonna pile on Brooklyn. Yeah. Now yeah. the whole Brooklyn thing, it does create an existential crisis for Kevin Durant. <laughs> you know. It, yeah, it does. But here's the thing: because Kevin Durant ain't ain't running around trying to promote Lamarcus Aldridge to come here and Blake Griffin to come here. Those are strictly GM moves. Those are well, GM I'm, I'm, moves. I'm talking about at the end of the day, his legacy because Oh yeah, definitely his legacy gonna be in question. The the argument for him leaving the Warriors were, you know, he he was never gonna get the credit, you know, Steph Curry, this is Steph Curry's team, yada yada, which is true. But who's really more souped up? The 2017 Warriors or the current Brooklyn Nets. Right. So it's like, yeah, you left to do your own thing, quote unquote. But this is the team you put together that got put together for you at the end of the day. It's like, eh. Yeah, and, and they talking about, you know, James is this really bad? front runner for MVP. So, like, he not, you know, he's been out with this hamstring injury. He really haven't, you know, put that much contributions to this season. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. it's been mainly Kyrie in, 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 when he wants to and all James Harden. Yeah, I, I Rockets fans got to be pissed right now. <laughs> Rockets fans, Detroit Pistons fans, about to be San Antonio Spurs fans. Like, uh, I think the Spurs are all right, <laughs> dude. They are a playoff team right now, and yeah, they, they bought are. him out. They bought out Lamarcus Aldridge. They said, you know what? Yeah, we're good without you. Uh, I don't think Pop cared for him anyway. Yeah, he probably didn't, but I, I think there's something else there. I, I think I think there's been a a, a a fall off with his skills that kind of motivated that decision too. I don't think it was just Pop, because if it was Pop, he would have he would have been out of there a while ago. This is where Lamarcus Aldridge messed up in his career. He should have stayed in Portland. He should have. He should have. They were interested. They were interested in, in reacquiring him. Honestly, I, I know. Uh, yeah, I heard. But but he should have stayed with Portland because he you know he was all butt hurt when you know Portland got C.J. McCollum and, and Damian Lillard and, and, and he didn't want to be you know. I heard that he got upset. The the, the nail in the coffin over there was like he got upset at some billboard that was up in Portland where yeah it was just Dame Lillard's face on it. Yeah. He felt he he should have been on the billboard. I'm like, Come exactly. on, dude. Real petty. Real petty. Yeah, so uh, up next, um, the Lakers. What did you grade them? Um, B. I give them a B. I got B um, plus for the Lakers. Between between Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Andre Drummond, I think Andre Drummond is the one with the most gas left in the tank yeah. out of those three buyout dudes. But I do think he's the one with the most limited skill set at his peak of those three as well. Um, but his skill set is what they need. Um, you know, and again, like, I, I 
and, and maybe maybe the Lakers are just really trying to build a strong second unit here. But it's like the only thing he could really do better than Mark Gasol is rebound. So if he's cleaning up the boards and, and putting up 13, 15 rebounds a game, I, I think he's good there. I, I think he's going to be a really, really good role player, um, you know, for, for them. And um, I, I, I'm curious to see how many minutes he plays between him and Gasol. Yeah, me I wonder too. who's going to play more minutes. Yeah, me too. I, I, I give I give the Lakers a B plus. I think this is a good move. I'm I'm a little concerned about his, even though it's not it's not going to be a big deal once LeBron and, and Anthony Davis get back because they're not going to be relying on him offensively to do a lot of things on offense like he had in Cleveland because they said his usage rate was crazy. And his efficiency, his offensive efficiency was trash. It was like in the 200s in the rankings. Oh, wow. So, you know, he was terrible offensively. But, hey, he can rebound. And LeBron's going to have him play his role. It, you know, it's going to be different. I think he's going to be nice with the uh, Lakers. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Denver Nuggets. Oh, one last thing I want to say about the Lakers. I, I might bump that up to a B plus too, Roddy, because I look at who the two centers were last year: JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. Oh, and he's better than both of them. Now your centers are Andre Drummond and Marcus Gasol. Yeah, it's like that's better. Like, who, who's who's stacking their squad again? Right, <laughs> that's way better. That's way better. That they was they squad was stacked when the season started. Everybody was oh the Lakers are gonna win the championship. There's no they have no competition. You know, like come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Denver Nuggets. Um, I'm gonna give them a C plus because basically, uh, Aaron Gordon is a younger, a more energetic version of Paul Millsap. Um, does he move the needle for them as far as championship expectations? No. Um, Paul Millsap I'm on crack. <laughs> You know, with all due respect to Paul Millsap, but like, I felt, I felt there was like this forty-eight-hour period where Aaron Gordon became the most overrated player in the league. Mm-hmm. We you talked know. about that. We talked about that on our last episode. Yeah, about it's Aaron like we all know you could dunk, dude. But like, you know, and and and, and to be fair to him, though, like he was never, he was never really part of a team that allowed him to do what he you know do do what he's best at and, and still win I, I think you know he Denver's going to provide that for him I think he is a good fit I yeah yeah I give it a C plus I give it a C plus it's, but it's it doesn't move the needle for them as far as championship expectations not at all I, I'm giving them an A because they didn't give whatever my boy Will Barton in the trade all right, next up. Well, you got, know what? You brought up a good point. They got rid of that Gary Harris contract. They got rid so. of Gary Harris contract, which was a bad contract. He always hurt. You know, I never really liked him from the beginning. Now, my boy. So for me, yeah, yeah. For me, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I bump it up to a B then because that's what I like about the Bulls trade. They, they got rid of Otto Porter, who was making, what, $26 oh, million, $27 million. And it's like, oh, for me. Eight. For me, it's also about like, okay, are you getting the bang for your buck? Right. You know, yeah, these two players might be identical stat-wise on paper, but how much are they are they are they pulling in? You know what I mean? And that, and that's another way in which they upgraded with Vucevic. So, and, and yeah, Denver definitely upgraded. So yeah, yeah, man, 
and now Will Barton and, and Aaron Gordon can tear rims up together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Philadelphia 76ers, man. I'm giving them a C minus, dude. <laughs> now they picked up, who was it? Was it George Hill? George Hill, yeah. Eh. Eh. Uh, C minus, yeah. yeah. C minus. They they didn't get worse, but they, they didn't, didn't really need to do nothing during the trade deadline. I mean, I, I think they were fine, but you know, I, I think they should have made a, a, a pitch for uh, Cal Lowry. I think so. That's a good. That could have been a good pickup for them. And yeah, but but hey. George Hill, like yeah, they they didn't get worse, but they definitely didn't get better. No, no, not at all. Uh, Clippers. Uh, what did they do? They got Rondo. Oh, the Rondo trade. The Rondo trade. I'm I'm conflicted on this because it it, it makes sense because you don't want Kawhi having to be your your primary ball handler come playoff time. Um, If if Rondo's got anything left in the tank, cool. But they they sacrificed a lot of scoring with with giving up Lou Williams. Yeah. Do you think Lou was kind of struggling this year, though? He was. he, He clearly was. But I don't know, man. He, he he come 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 go time. He was usually pretty dependable. So, I mean, uh, who who's your heat check guy on the Clippers? That's not a starter. No, they don't have nothing. They don't have nothing. Like you got to have a really dependable second unit, man, to really go far in the in the playoffs, man. And it's like I I think I think that's where L.A. if you know, once LeBron and AD come back, I think that's where they're going to excel. And I think that's where teams like Brooklyn are going to fall short. Yeah. You got to get, you, you got to get me better than Reggie Jackson off the bench, man. Oh yeah. I forgot he was even on the squad. You got to get me better than that. I, 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 I don't like that. I, I, <laughs> did you hear this? <laughs> you know, banana. Did you hear Lou Williams was contemplating retirement after this trade? Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was contemplating retirement. I hey, I get it, man. He's back in his favorite city. You know, he's got all his clubs. He ain't gonna be able to focus playing for the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he might he might open up his own chain of gentlemen's uh clubs uh once he gets down there. Yeah, he might. He might. He, he he in it for the lifestyle, man. He <laughs> he like, man, I'm coming back to Atlanta. I ain't, I don't, I ain't gonna want to play no basketball for this team that ain't going far. I'm right not, for COVID protocol. COVID right? part? No, man. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, Toronto Raptors. Um, what did they do? Uh, some of these teams, I don't even know what they did. What did they, they didn't do, do anything. Um, they, didn't, they 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 was it was like a fair how they gonna shoot a farewell tour for Kyle Lowry, but and then, then don't I trade, trade him. him. <laughs> this man talking about some peace, getting getting FaceTimes from Drake, like this was gonna be his last game. And then the next thing you know, it was like, no, nope, fooled nope. you. It was like nope. too short after every album saying this is my last album. And he come out with an album next year. <laughs> Yeah, he they, <laughs> he played himself. <laughs> it's my last but yeah, I got game. nothing to say. That's that's not. I can't even grade that. That's a that's an absent right. There. Incomplete, <laughs> big fat incomplete. Uh, Portland Trailblazers. Hey man, I'm going B minus. I really like the power move though. 
Oh, when they got um, yeah, they got Norman Powell. Oh uh, yeah, I give it. I give it a B. I give it a B. Yeah, he does. Actually, he does. Actually, that's what that's what actually what Toronto got in return was Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Yeah, it can keep that. That would and for it for Toronto, yeah, miss me, miss me with that. That's an F. <laughs> I like Gary Trent though. Gary Trent gonna be a bad boy when you get older. And Norman Powell gets busy. Oh man, that dude got game. I liked him. I liked him when during a playoff run, man. He me was too. Balling. Me too. Yeah, he gets busy. I, I think he's a good addition. He seems to be fitting in just just nice too. Yeah, he he a plug and play guy, man. I think Norman Powell just one of them players you can put him anywhere, man. He just fall out. Uh, Miami Heat. Oh man, um, I'm gonna give them a C plus. I'm not as high on Oladipo as some people. I'm not either, man. I'm not either, dude. He he had one good year and like got all arrogant and and. It's like, yo, dude, like, don't be the new J.R. Smith, man. Yeah. You know, and you go down to Houston and you lose 20 straight games. Right. He played in some of them games. You know, I don't know. I'm not as high on him. I mean, yeah, he does he fit? I'll give them I'll give them instead of a C minus, I'll give them a C because they did not lose anybody. Right. They didn't have to let go of Hero. They didn't have to let go of uh, of uh, Duncan. Um, yeah, really. You know, Elio Olenek, that bum. Yeah, he he, whatever. You they they could have. I'll definitely take Oladipo over Kelly Olenek, but I, I'm not. Like I said, I'm, I'm just not as high on um, Oladipo as as some people. I'm not either. I'm not either. He had he a one hit wonder to me. You know, he he uh, came in like yeah. He had one, He literally had one good, really good season. Like, yeah, maybe, well, maybe one and a half before he got injured. That's it. That's it. So, you know, yeah. And uh, last but not least, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they get a big fat F for me, man. Yeah, what did they get for Drummond? Well, no, they got nothing for Drummond because they bought him out. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah. they got, you know, what's his name? Allen, Jared Allen earlier this year before the trade deadline. That, that, that's true. They, like, they, got a, they got a nice young core. I mean, if... <laughs> If if you ask me who would I who would I rather what team would I rather have uh representing Chicago and I, my choice was between the Cavs and I don't know the Timberwolves I'm I'm, I'm going with the Cavs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the Cavs are, you know, they're they're still a work in progress, man. Still a work in progress. But with that being said, in regards to, you know, moving on to our next topic, uh which teams has been the biggest surprise of the year or which team uh, has been the biggest surprise of the year and which team has been the biggest disappointment of the year? I'm so glad you asked this question, Ronnie, because I was listening into our predictions, our seating predictions, and there were, there, were, there were quite a few teams I was off on, man. There were quite a few teams I was spot on about, mm-hmm. but there are quite a few teams I, I was off on. Biggest surprise, man, the Charlotte Hornets. You got it. yeah. You took mine, man. You took mine. Like, like currently they are the four seed, and you know I, I know Lamelo went down, but they're still cooking, man. They they seem to enjoy playing with each other, and that 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 counts for a lot. Um, hey, hey, scary Terry, man. He, I, I was a little skeptical about that that signing by Mike, 
but he getting his money, man. Yeah, he yeah, he's earning work. He's earning it, man. Earning. Now, now, yeah, honorable mention, man. I gotta, I gotta talk about the Knicks. Yeah, definitely, they definitely get an honorable mention. The I, you know, they are, they are cooking, man. They are cooking, and I, I kind of owe it all to Tibbs because they, their, their roster really hasn't changed all that much from last year. No, it hasn't. Tibbs has got him playing defense. He's got that boy quickly. That's that. Usually, Tibbs is real skeptical about getting in younger players a lot of ticks, but he must really like that quickly boy because that dude is the next Lou Williams, man. Did you know the Knicks have the number three defense in the league? <laughs> I'm not surprised. Number not three. Surprised. Now, offense, I think they, I think they're like down at like. 10 or 15 or something like that. But Even that, yeah. I'm not surprised either with Tibbs. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, number th- number three defense? Yeah. You can, yeah, you can do some things. You can do some things. Shutting shutting people down. They could they could possibly upset somebody in the first round. A team like that. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, man. The Hornets and the Knicks, definitely. Uh, biggest disappointment? Biggest disappointment, man, the Wizards. And... You know, I, I didn't have them like at the top of the East or nothing like that, but I at least had them as a playoff team. I think I had them in like the eighth seed. Okay. But um, they had seven or the eighth seed, but they have been terribly disappointing this year. It's like, you know, I thought like, okay, you got Russell Westbrook, Bradley Bill, like, you know, these these guys should be able to get you to five hundred at least. You know, but they they're going to be a lottery team. Yep. Yeah, my most disappointing team is the Celtics, man. I hey. had them as my honorable mention, actually. Oh, oh my but, God, man! But you know what? When you when you look at their roster, outside of Tatum and Brown, like who 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 are you really looking at? Ain't got nothing. And I, I was I was going to say the Mavericks too, but they they're they're kind of getting it together. But the same thing with the Mavericks. I look at the roster outside of Luca. Who, who, who can you really count on, you know, to get you over the hump? You can't count on Porzingis because he always hurt. He's always you can't hurt. can't count on Tim Hardaway Jr. because he's not a go-to guy. He's more Because he's player. Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know bringing in J.J. Reddick going to improve things, but I see them, you know, unless Luca have one of those J. J. first Reddick rounds. Huh? JJ Reddick is done. He's he's a podcaster now. Yeah, he a podcast man. He needs to stick to the podcast and retire. You know what, JJ JJ Reddick just wanted to finish his career in the playoffs. That's all, because he was salty about last year with his streak being broken. So I honestly thought the Lakers were going to get him. Um, that's what I thought. It it would have made sense. It would have made sense for him as far as business moves to to be in LA. Yeah, that's what I thought. I could even, I I thought I even had the Clippers landing him, having a better chance of landing him than like a team like Denver. I mean, I'm in Dallas, you know. Um, Yeah, either the Clippers or the Lakers. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But hey, to each his own. Um, Oh, and uh, shout out to, shout out to Mark Cuban, man, uh, helping out uh, Delonte West, man. That that was, oh, yeah, that was dope. Getting them back on his feet. Um, that was uh, last question of our NBA segment. LeBron put the, hoodoo, put the hoodoo on him. Oh, man. Dude. 
that, that's a rap man that's another rabbit hole <laughs> 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 man we can make a whole episode about that situation <laughs> uh who do you think will win the mvp amid man. martin saying that he is the mvp you know, I mean, props to him for stepping up and saying it. You know, like he, he's playing like a dude who wants the award. Um, and for the past five weeks, he's pretty much been that that guy. You know, um, yeah. it's not it's not out of the question to have him in the conversation. But because of the narrative of everything that went down in the beginning of the season, what how he kind of, you know, did the Rockets kind of dirty and was just being a terrible teammate. For that reason alone, I don't think the voters are going to give it to him. Um you know, like my my honestly, my front runner was Embiid before he got injured. That was my front runner too. That was my front runner. You know, realistically, it, I mean, it would have to go to to Jokic, and I, I know he's not the sexy choice, but he, Jokic is balling, man. <laughs> he's doing everything, man. That's my. He's pick averaging for what eleven? He's averaging twenty six and 11, 11 assists a game as a center. That can't move, you know. And he's he's his game is kind of evolving. He's kind of evolving into like a uh, kind of like another Dirk Nowitzki a little bit. Um, so yeah. if I had to give it to somebody right now, I would I would say I would not be mad at Jokic, but I also would not be mad at Damian Lillard. Me too. I think Damian is second. Uh, well, not second. I, I think he's third in the race right now behind James Harden. So that's my. Right now, that's how I got it. I got Jokic first, James Harden, and then Lillard. I got Jokic first, Harden. I mean, uh, Lillard second, and then Harden third. So Jokic is averaging 26, 11, and 8. All 57% shooting. 52% from three. 86% from the line. 61% field goal. Dude, this dude is... Crazy. That's crazy. crazy, dude. That is crazy. He he he's putting up like Jordan and Shaq efficiency numbers. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I I I I would give it to Jokic, but you know, man, Dame Lillard, man, he just, you know, he's got his team in the playoffs and he lost McCullough and he lost Nurkic. Yeah. You know, yeah, Harden looks good because yeah, he got a full squad. The only person who's out is 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 KD, who would likely be taking shots away from him. Right. Man, Dame Dollar is twenty nine. It sits at twenty nine point seven assists, four rebounds, and forty four percent field goal shooting, thirty three thirty seven percent from the three. I didn't know he was ninety four percent from the line. He's automatic at the line. I can see that. I can see that. Yep. So, yeah, man. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be mad at Damian Lillard winning his first MVP this year, man. Especially if they climb up a little higher in the standings. I, I think he'll make an even bigger argument for, for they, that. They just might. With, with, with these, with, with the Lakers injuries, they just might. Yeah, definitely. So, but uh, before we get into our next segment, we're going to take a commercial break. Let's do it. Traveling can be tough, especially if you find it hard to sleep in a strange room. You've tried white noise machines, but they just don't work. That's why Sharper Image created the iSleep Pro 
the iSleep Pro not only has a setting for white noise, but also one for black noise. Now you can hear the soothing sounds you're used to. Sounds like muffled Tyler Perry sitcoms. What if it comes in? What if it comes in? I wish that fool would come in here. An old lady complaining about foot problems through the wall. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Can't even walk on it no more. Bass. <laughs> Domestic arguments. I told you, I don't know, Ronnie. You lie. And the movie Friday. You think he's playing with you? Man, that fool ain't gonna do nothing. So you can get the rest you need and be ready to take on the world. I Sleep Pro. Get the sleep you need. All right, we back. All right, so real quick, I just wanted to talk about this briefly, man. We got the MVP music table discussion back in full effect. And it came up because uh, a couple of months ago, or maybe a month and a half ago, uh, Linnell's mother-in-law through a oldies type Zoom party where they was playing, you know, Linnell was playing nothing but old school music. It's actually pretty, pretty good. I was actually hurt <laughs> when he nice. did that. I was, I was just fresh out of the hospital when he did this Zoom. And so my wife logged in and was, you know, watching it and everything. And I had kind of told a lot of the older ones that I knew about because I knew it was something they appreciate and everything. But Linnell did something interesting. He he had did a versus battle between the covers of some of these old old you know classics, and basically having the friends vote who sung it better. And that is a dope idea. Which now, see, a, that's what, yeah. that's what I want to see. Yeah, exactly. Do, original, do originals versus remakes. Do that. Exactly. Exactly. Stop, stop putting. Stop putting. Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't know, man. They, they be some bizarre face-offs oh, I've been man. seeing with these C and D level celebrities. Like oh. these battles are trash. I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, do that. Do 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 Motown versus uh you know stacks. Do do Chicago versus Detroit oldies. Do something. you know what I'm saying? Something. Do Neo Soul versus New Jack Swing. Like, like stop putting these 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 <laughs> Jaheem versus, uh, you know, Chico DeBarge, right? Uh, uh, what's the other two? Christopher Christopher Williams. Oh come on, man! Come on, man! Yeah, I. That's so a dope it, idea. I wanted to talk about this topic with you, Ian, because I know you. You know, you got over there at, uh, you know, vibes and stuff. You guys talk about a lot of music topics, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on originals versus the covers and my thing is and this was i actually was in the chat in this party because that's all i could do i was just stuck in my bed just i just logged in with my screen off and i was just chiming in in the chats and uh you know you had a lot of the old heads like you know nothing can beat the original nothing that sounds better than this and this than the other i don't know and about the that big, the biggest argument uh, you know came when the they play cruising by d'angelo going up against Smokey robinson's version of cruising and i feel that d'angelo's version is better than you know Smokey Ooh, that's robinson's. a good one that's yeah. a good one I, I would say they about even i would say they about even 
because you know Smokey is Smokey, man. Like that, he he had that silky voice, man. He could hit them high notes, right? But the D'Angelo version was not bad at all. And, and but here's the thing: one of the person, one of the sisters, I don't know what who made the comment. Oh, you can never top the original. She said, "You never top the original." Mm. I, and so I made the comment. I said, "Doctor J." was the first to jump from the free throw line. But Michael Jordan jumped from the free throw line too. And people profess that to be better, even though originally Dr. J was the first one to do it. So that doesn't, just because someone's the first one to, to drop and, you know, to, to come out with the song and put their own flavor to it, somebody can come out, I mean, for instance, Stevie Wonder. You know how many artists have covered Stevie Wonder's music? And there are some artists that sung it better than Stevie Wonder. But uh, I in my opinion, in it my depends. Opinion, it, de- it depends to see. We only when it comes to remakes, we only really pay attention to the bad ones. Right. But there's a lot of really, really good ones. But I, I ain't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying, just because, you know, that there are some there are some originals that are untouchable like you know i'm sure there's a lot of luther covers out there that and you will always hear people say oh no he sung it really good like luther but it ain't better than luther you know then there's donny hathaway you you know you got closer i get to you beyonce famously redid it i think donny hathaway's is better you know you got uh What's his name? Um, Killing Me Softly by mm-hmm. Roberta Flack. Yeah, Going up Lawrence against was Lauren Hills version. Was I think Lauren Hills was better. Will Will old heads agree with me? I don't think so. But what do you think? What's your? What do you think? I think when it comes to remakes, they're a lot better than we give them credit for. I think the track record with remakes is a is is. You, you got more hits than misses. I think we only re- really pay attention to the so-so ones because right. there are remakes that we didn't even know were remakes because they're exactly. so good. Like you got, you know, Tainted Love by Soft Sale was a, was, a, was a remake? No, I didn't. Yep, Tainted Love was originally done by Gloria Jones. I Will Always Love You was by Whitney Houston was yeah, originally done remake. by Dolly Parton. Yep. All along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix was yes. a remake. That was a remake. Yep. Bob Dylan did it originally. One of my Bob favorites. Dylan always. If you listen to a lot of Bob Dylan's always, he covered almost everything in his this. He, he stole. He stole. Yeah, he stole from black people. That's that's he's, all. He did. he's he, he's a thief, man. Yeah, that's all he did. He's just a thief, a really good thief. Um, Johnny. One of my favorite remakes of all time is Hurts by Johnny Cash. Um, and a lot yeah, of people think that he re- he wrote that song, but actually that's a Nine Inch Nails song. Mm. Yep, check out check out Nine Inch Nails uh, uh, original version. Girls just want to have fun by Cindy Lauper is the remake from a uh, from a punk song. Mm. Um, Higher ground. Um, it, you know, I think the Stevie Wonder uh, uh, version is better. I know the Red Hot Chili Peppers did a version of it. I, I think Stevie's is way better. Um, but then you got songs like I Shot the Sheriff by uh, uh, um, Bob Marley. It was originally done by Eric Clapton. So 
you know, I'm saying all this to say that there, there's more good remakes out there than bad ones, if you ask me. Right. Uh, the Man Who Sold the World by Nirvana. That was that was a remake of a David Bowie song. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think I think people be be they, they they listen to songs and they like them, but they don't even know that they're remakes. A no. lot in a lot of instances. Who Can I Run To by Escape was a remake. Wow. And I thought, and I heard the original version, and I thought Escapes was better. But hey, it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's all, it all depends. You know, you just got people that are just whole, you know, that are get off my line, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they hold on to their, what they were raised off of. And no matter what comes out after that, they can't give that artist credit. But little do they know the stuff that they hold dear to as original was, re- they remade something from the before their time yeah so is it really original that is true so so that that's just my whole argument it's like let's let's get out of this whole trying to oh you know this 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 is untouchable no someone's going to come and make it sound better is that is that going to happen all the time? No, there have been failed attempts. There have been attempts that almost mimic the original and we give them credit for it. We applaud them a la D'Angelo for cruising. And honestly, I, I, I just feel like as time progresses, uh, production gets better, you know, mm-hmm. you know, music is composed a lot better. It's mixed a lot better. So I look more than just the actual vocals of the actual song. I'm looking more instrumentally, how does it sound compared to the older version? So that's what I look to look at too. I don't just look at, okay, that person can sing. And he the, the other person, he ain't singing that song. It, it's like, okay, yeah, but it, it, does it sound good altogether? Like, the person from the original person the, I mean not the original person the original song they could be singing their hearts out but the music behind it is like eh. yeah that is true that is true um, I just heard a remake the other day that was phenomenal uh, are you familiar with Linger by the Cranberries no not not Linger uh, uh, Zombie Zombie yeah, zombie. Uh, the the chick that that died, right? Uh, yeah, Dolores O'Riordan. She yeah. um, her her band. They were gonna re-record the song like the week she died. So like another vocalist, he stepped up to do the lead vocals, and they you know they recorded the song. You know, wait, wait, dedicated. wait, wait. It was a male that did the vocals. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. He did. He did a. He did an excellent job. Dude, I gotta hear that. Yeah, he did an excellent job. Um, check it out. It's it's online. It's on YouTube. Um, but it's it's and it's not so much that it's better. It's just different. It's just a different flavor right. on a song that was already good. But I'm not gonna say it's better or worse. It's just different. But I it's enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, and that's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's another twist in this whole original versus cover. Some people just add their own flavor to what they did. Like Summertime, uh, Lana Del Rey did, redid Summertime by, uh, what was that? What's the name of that group? Uh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Ah, they did a track with Farside back in the 90s. Ah, anyway, uh, 
Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. But anyway, for the sake of time, she redid Summertime and, oh, by Sublime. By Sublime. Oh, okay, okay. And she did, she, I liked her version, but she added more of a, she made it her own. She made it, you know, real silky sounding. You know how Lana Del Rey is. It's, it's real, you know, silky sounding and everything. And it, it's not, it don't have that, you know, Sublime had more of a hip hop feel uh, to their track. Even Farside did a remix to it. So, you know, it, it had that type of feel to it, but she added her own little mix and it sounded good. Do I like her version better than Sublime's version? No, but I like the direction she went with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, man, good conversation, man. I and, and I agree with you, man. I think more of these battles should be about that. It shouldn't be, you know, I think the whole artist versus artist thing is getting a little tiresome. It's like, all right, just go, just go on Spotify and look up their playlist, man. If you want, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, let's let's get the let's let's get the DJ's involvement back into it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yo, this this is a really good track that people don't really are sleeping on or something like that. You know, are these four or five songs like are gonna really blow them away that I got in the cut? Like, get let's get back to that as opposed to just playing people's Billboard singles. You know, like right. I, I got right, like you said, I got iTunes. Like, I can pull this stuff up myself. Yeah, exactly. You listen to their whole discography and be and be good with it. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> also, you know, plus, uh, plus to be quite honest, a lot of people don't know the average person doesn't know a lot of music artists you, you know what i mean right it's like your 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 music knowledge the people you actually listen to and pay attention to it kind of stops at age 29 28 because <laughs> there was a period of time i would say between 2008 and 2000 maybe 12 or 13 man i wasn't really into I wasn't really listening to a lot of music then, man. I was, I was doing a lot of other things, man. I, I wasn't really, I kind of, I was listening to some other stuff, but I wasn't really keeping up with the latest in music. So right. I, I kind of had to like backtrack on a lot of stuff. So, you know, you, it, it depends on where you're at in your life, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm more likely to check out something from the 60s and 70s than I am to check out like the newest artists right now on Spotify or whoever, you know what I mean? like. Um, I'm really getting into like Hugh Masekela's music now, and um, his stuff is his stuff is phenomenal, man. You know, as, 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 along with some other artists. But um, I've, I've been in I've been in a par- Parliament rabbit hole of the last couple of weeks. Oh, nice, <laughs> dude! They dude. got some good stuff, man. Have you heard any of their stuff before they were Parliament back when they were called the Parliament? You know Check what? Check out I, that stuff, man, dude. Yes, like I've been deep into it like they the funk sound dude like because i've been like really attracted to that that sound of late and it just took me back to parliament i just started like nose diving into a lot of their albums i even looked up a few they even had a few music videos that were kind of like like man you could tell they were all high off like the worst <laughs> stuff that you could be high off of <laughs> i'm like they just walking it it was one uh Co- I looked up Cosmic uh Slop and which is a great album. Uh <laughs> 
they got a video for Cosmic Slop that is hilarious. Like they just running around, man. Guys got on like, like it, it, it was. It reminded me of uh, Zubilee Zoo, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, because you had that one dude who had like it. He had like a prosthetic elephant nose. Yeah, and then you had another guy who was um wore, just wore a diaper all the time. Yeah, he wore a diaper. Yeah, he was in the video too. Yeah, man, they got some. They got some crazy stories. If you ever get a chance, if you bored or when you go on YouTube, check out Tales from the Tour Bus. It's a it's an animated series where they have music artists share old stories about of crazy stuff that happened in the past that they got. They got stuff on there with Prince. They got stuff on there with, with George Clinton and Parliament, James Brown. It's 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 hilarious. Rick James. It's, it's funny you say it's funny you say that, Ian. It's they've been dropping those in my recommends on YouTube and I haven't watched them yet. Oh, check them out, dude. Oh, check okay. them out. The, 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 dude, the Prince and Morris Day ones are like my favorite. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check those out. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check those out now. Now that now that I got a good recommendation, because I was a little skeptical. I'm like, man, you know, I don't, I didn't know if it was like mimicking like old episodes of like Chappelle or something like that. That's why I was no, like, oh, no, I totally different, before. totally okay, different. Okay, these are totally different stories. Yeah, this is more like documentary style. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because I thought it was some stuff that I already heard before, but they just no, 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 animated no, no. behind it. Okay, gotcha. No, because they they do this story with um with uh George, not George Clinton, Boosie Collins. He used to play backup for um James Brown. And like, yeah, I know, I James, know. James Brown had this strict like no drugs rule. <laughs> and okay. They they got a story that's hilarious. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, but uh, moving on to our next segment, Dear Space. I uh, just wanted to ask you, man, real quick before we get into our awards, uh, what's your go-to food spot post Memorial and assemblies? I, I'm so glad you asked this question, Rodney. Um. Because I kind of, I kind of have gotten out of this because this habit even before COVID. Because I, I very no, I noticed very quickly as we got older, people in our peer group, we're like we're all like knocking on forty if we're not forty, but we like to act like we still twenty, and like <laughs> and go out like 12, 15 deep after like assemblies and conventions and stuff, and I got tired of that very very quickly. Um, you know, it's like, man, we got kids now, man. And like, if it's after the memorial or something like that, it's like, if you have a kid, chances are it's your kid's bad time. So the, 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 my, my most recent ritual after like events like this, honestly, and this is some married people stuff. I, I hit up my in-laws, man. My mother-in-law always got something cooking. You know, something nice that that's some sticks to your ribs food. Hey, Ian, and, I'm gonna stop you right there. That ain't no, that ain't no, cause you got kids thing. Hey, I'm doing the same thing. I go over to in law's house. I'm and not, I clean I'm, up. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that whole going twenty deep to a restaurant. The bill is five hundred dollars. People, the the bill, trying to figure out how much this is and how much that yeah. is and how, somebody that ate fifty dollars worth of food, but they want to put up twenty bucks. Exactly. You you wait ninety minutes for a table. And then yeah. when you get to the table, yeah. everyone can't even sit together because some mm -hmm. some other couple decided to fall through at the last minute. Right. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> done with that. Yeah, man. 
Uh uh-uh. uh. Them days of them days been over for me when it came to that, man. I got sick of that. So really, the only real spot outside my in-laws, man. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I clean up over there. I I, I go home with a plate. <laughs> but outside of that, like me and my wife, we we just started hitting up Cadoba. It was quick. It was simple. You know what I'm saying? I remember one. This was like maybe two conventions ago. You know, everybody, all the couples in our hall, they wanted to go out to eat. We was like, nah, we just gonna hit up Cadoba. It's late. You know, we got a long drive. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, man, we gonna go to so-and-so, the so-and-so spot. We, me, me and my wife had had our food and we're home. And I was on the phone. I think I might've been on, my, on the phone with my guy, Zach, who was with him. They still hadn't even gotten seen again. Mm. Zach Harris? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yep, my boy Zach, yep. And um, yeah, shout out to him. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, see, that's exactly why I didn't go. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's it's you got six couples, and each couple got anywhere between one to three kids. So it's like that's a, that's a big party, man. And then, and then I remember one time after Memorial, we went to this spot, man, and it was um, it was out in Orland, and we the they closed at nine o'clock. We walk in at 850, 20 deep. And I knew then, I said, man, they ain't about to see all of us. And me and my wife was like, man, you want to go to this other spot? We was like, yeah, let's go. So we went there. And at the time, this was back when, when James Harden and, and all of them was still with the Thunder. And the spot we went to, the game was on. It was like a playoff game. And I got to watch the game. They was getting busy that this particular game. And come to find out, they they... They eventually got seated, but they said like the service was so terrible, it wasn't even really worth the trouble. And I was like, see, that's why we left. Wow. You wow. you ain't gonna walk into no restaurant 10 minutes before they close with 20 people and get the service you're supposed to get. They said people didn't get their meals. You know what I mean? Like No, like, you're not. You're not. And that's another thing too, especially with the memorial. Memorial sometimes fall on days where restaurants don't stay open as late. So what we started to do was we would go before the memorial that way we don't that way we don't have to go and and scramble and look for spots afterwards i mean you because eventually man me and the wife we got tired of going to like places like tgi fridays that that's always open late and eating there and you know the service is trash as usual and you like man i'm tired of this man so and Danita was like man we need to come up with something a little bit better so that's what we did i think one year we did cooper's hawk like before the memorial and we only invited like maybe four or five others and it turned out to be great you know what i mean like the bill wasn't that high everybody like kind of you know it was it was nice man it wasn't crowded yet because it wasn't quite seven o'clock yet it was still earlier in the day so we didn't have nice. to worry about you know waiting an hour for for a table so man it, it worked that's out that's awesome nice. that's yeah. awesome and then after the memorial all you got to worry about is maybe dessert you know what i'm saying or Go bring home. a wine you know a glass of wine home from cooper's hawk you know and just <laughs> Wind it up after the, you know, passing the wine around gets you in the mood for wine anyway. So, hey, why not have a cup afterwards? Get you right, get your glass of wine, maybe some apple pie or something. Yeah, um, yeah, some eat cereal, and, and you good to go. Yeah, I be eating cereal at nighttime. <laughs> but yeah, the um, 
the one spot I did like to go to, man. Well, I and and, and and back at this was back in the day. This was like between when I was between the ages of like 14 and 20. There was a spot. There used to be a spot on 103rd and Western, a Jamaican spot called Calypso's. And every, I believe it was either every Sunday or every Saturday, you, they used to have live music for oh, me nice. and me and the cats I was rolling with at the time. We we would hit them up after the after the conventions, especially during those Comiskey Park years. And we would have a ball because it was a spot that like nobody knew about because it was it was kind of off the beaten path. It wasn't like a, a chain that everybody knew, you know. And we was all in the Jamaican food, so we would just hit them up after the conventions and just you know and just have a good time, man. And listening to to, uh, to reggae live reggae. Music. That's what's up. That's what's up. That sound like a that sound like a night. Oh, it was. It was. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Like we but that was we when I was on some different stuff, you know. At the end, <laughs> but hey, at the end of the day, ain't nothing like in-laws cooking, man. Ain't nothing yeah, like- man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like my in-laws, they live they live five blocks away from me, man. So, you know, it's yeah. whatever. That's what's up, man. Let's get to our awards to close out our show. We, of course, yeah, and I hope y'all ain't forget about our awards. Uh, we're starting off with the Essence of Otis Award. You got one for us? I actually do not. I actually do not. Uh, I got one for Brian Windhorst, man. Hey, getting back to this whole LeBron recruiting Steph Curry thing. Dude, Brian, Brian Windhorst, I think he just love attention, bro. Like, he always liked to come out with the shock value LeBron material just so he so just so the cameras can 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 face him and you can pay attention to his podcast man hey man ain't nobody come see you Brian like like, (laughs) dude you only got famous because you follow LeBron and you look like Jonah Hill that's it that's it yeah he been he been doing that since the Miami days yeah man like dude I, I just feel like he reaching man I feel like he reaching I'm not yeah. falling into that trap of he's, he's not and he's not he's not he's not as bad as say like a Nick Wright or no he's not as bad as Nick Wright or a Richard Jefferson type dude but cl- clearly LeBron is just bread and butter yeah that clearly he's made his career off LeBron pretty much yeah yeah all right up next we got the Cuddy Award Cuddy Award is going to Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge for joining up with the Brooklyn Nets and knocking down, knocking LeBron's championship hopes further down the stairs. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. I'm not writing off the Lakers just yet. Um, we'll, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out with these injuries and, you know, how to play offline up and everything. And, of course, Brooklyn's chemistry. You know, we, we, yeah. we got there's, a, there's still a lot of basketball left to be played. So, and they haven't um, played as a full team yet. No, they haven't. They haven't. But in particularly, I'm giving this award because of Blake Griffin's interview where he said, all I heard for two years was how bad I was. Now <laughs> I joined the Nets. All of a sudden, it's a problem. And it's unfair. <laughs> but he's right. He's, he's right. right. He was 100% right, man. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, uh, they, they form a super team to beat Thanos. Come on, man. Come on, man. Net, the Nets general manager is just trying to win a championship. It ain't about stacking the team, stacking the deck, man. And it's the formula. It's like, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all doing this because 
it's you're you borrowing the formula from the guy you're trying to beat. Exactly. What happened to player empowerment and all that? Right. Uh, yeah, my my Cuddy Award goes to the Orlando G Leaguers, uh, the uh, the team formerly known as the Orlando Magic, for <laughs> knocking down the knocking the Clippers down a flight of stairs after being down twenty points last night. Oh, dude, <laughs> see that's what worries me about the Clippers. The man. Clippers, dude. Oh my God, they lost by forty to um. Earlier in the in the season to uh, who was it? Dallas. Uh, yep, yep, to Dallas. Yep. Yeah, I mean Orlando literally got a G League team with Michael Carter uh, Williams as the 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 the, the, the sixth man, and y'all can't beat that. And granted, nah, they, they 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 can, but they just. They granted, just the got nice had some injuries too, but still, Kawhi played. It, it should have been no excuse why they lost uh, that Orlando Magic team. That, that's just bad coaching, right there. And that's that's stuff like that, man. That's that's why I don't I don't believe in them. We already know about Tyron Lue. He ain't that great of a coach, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, you played yourself a war. I'm going my 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 war going, and I don't know if you've been following this story, but. Um, at first, I was kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna wait, you know, I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna just watch it develop, and not have really a big opinion on it. But then he did something that was just, it's like, come on, bro, you're making yourself look obvious now. But Deshaun Watson, man, uh, I don't know if you're aware that Deshaun Watson now has 20 civil suits. Eesh against him over you know he doing he out there doing some robert craft stuff and uh then he goes back and tries to delete dms that he sent to different women yeah it's not looking good uh it's for like, him what? yeah because you know i, I don't want to speak too soon but like you know, I, it looks bad, but it's like you just never know with the NFL. It's like they, they, yeah. they're an extremely forgiving uh, league. And, you know, in particularly when the victims of these crimes are women. <laughs> you know what the NFL stands for? What? <laughs> Not for ladies. Yeah, ain't lying there. Ain't, ain't nobody talking about that that white boy that tuned up that chick um, yeah. from Seattle. Yeah. What's his name? Chad something? I forgot Chad. his name. He was a no-name player. You know, ain't no one's really talking about that. So, yeah. you know, and then, of course, you had the Ray Rice stuff and, you know, yeah. other other things. But, you know, I, I, I don't think it's over for Deshaun Watson because these are, if you notice, these are civil suits, not criminal yeah, they civil suits, yeah. So they're not, they're not, they're suing him for like emotional distress, blah, 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 but they're not trying to necessarily put him in jail. So I don't think his career is over just yet. I don't think his career is over either. And it is another one, actually is another woman too that just came out with a Sports Illustrated interview that is not uh, doing a civil suit. She just want to get the word out there about this dude. So I don't, I don't know, man, it's not looking good, man. It's getting ugly. But, uh, it is what it is. I don't want to speak too much on it. I don't want to get us canceled. Milk <laughs> Carton Award. <laughs> who, who who you got? I got Talon Horton Tucker. Oh, yeah. What what, what happened with that? What, 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 what? He, he was, was the killing in the beginning. Comment. 
He was the second coming of Kobe Bryant, Rodney. What happened? I ain't hearing nothing from him. He putting up four points a game. That's what happened. <laughs> and the Lakers don't want to give that up. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to give it up. Why? I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know, but um, you know, yeah, yeah, the media and you know how they latch onto a story. This is how we ended up with Lynn Sanity. You know, a player will have a good game or two, and like. You know, all of a sudden, yeah, he's the, he's the best guy ever. You know, on a slow news day, you know, and it's 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 just funny to see. It's just funny to see. It's like, yeah, what happened to him being the the the, the third guy in the in the big three in L.A.? Like, what what happened to that? Yeah, it, it, it ain't happening. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good one. That's a good one, man. You digged in the crates for that one. I don't have any uh, milk carton awards as we speak. Uh, it's a shame award. I, I got a couple of them. Actually, I got three of them. One just popped up in my head. But I have um, I have two. Ahead. But the the runner up was the Los Angeles Lakers after LeBron's injury. But you know, <laughs> well, they'll, they'll they'll get it together. I think. Yeah. But my, my my true winner is man. My true Mich- winner is Michigan basketball. Oh, you know what? You, that, that was the that was one of them that I was gonna say. It's a shame what happened to Michigan. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, J- uh, Juwan. Shouts out to Juwan Howard for winning Coach of the Year, Big Ten. But Big Ten, man, did not show up in this tournament, man. No I Big know. Ten team, which was considered the strongest conference in all of college basketball. No one from the Big Ten is representing the Final Four this year. That is crazy. That's great. Everybody was, you know, and I and I admit I started paying a little attention to Illinois when they was making their little noise. But, you know, Loyal Chicago basically just put beat the brakes off them in the second round. So I was like, oh well, ain't nothing to really and then I was like, oh, let me let me root for Jawan Howard. Let's see what happens. You know, Fab Five, you know. And then that happened. And then last night happened. I was like, oh come on. I don't think anything's gonna go right for Michigan or that Hall of Fame. None of that stuff is going to get sorted out until the Big Five come together and Chris Webber confesses his sins. Yeah. And, and they all come together, truly, truly bury the hatch, man. That's what this I think. The, and this year is the perfect opportunity for Chris Webber to get in the Hall of Fame. He's up against weak competition this time. So if he doesn't get in this year, then it's obvious the Hall of Fame is waiting on an apology from this dude. Yeah, because Michigan already did their punitive, took their punitive actions. You know what right. I mean? So this is clearly an NBA thing. Yep. Yeah. My 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 uh it's a shame award goes to Biz Mac Bianbo. It's a shame what <laughs> happened to him yesterday. He got dunked on by Russ <laughs> Westbrook. That was a nasty dunk by Russ, man. Dude, I've always hated Bismack Biombo, man. I, I think I think that dude got so one hit one to two. He is so overpaid, and he don't, I think he the weakest swing over there in Charlotte. Yeah, he man, he's so trash, dude. He's so trash. Everybody was trying to compare him to to the Kimbe Matumbo. What? Like, man, this dude is trash. Wow, he ain't blocking no shots. He, he he's trash. And uh, my last It's a Shame award goes to, and this is a sad one, man. Referee Burt Smith. Hopefully he's okay, man. He collapsed on the court, refing one of the college uh, tournament games. I heard uh, about that. What, what happened? Man, he just fell out, man. It didn't, it didn't 
thankfully it wasn't on camera like his fall didn't get aired like like kind of like reggie lewis style where you saw reggie lewis like pass out on the court uh it was like the next thing you know when the cameras turned he was already on the floor so oh, wow so yeah 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 hopefully he's all right man and you know he probably got that covid right <laughs> maybe i don't know but man hopefully he gets better and you know that's it man that's it that wraps up our show man it's so good to be back so it's good, so to, good be back. to be back we we, we gonna definitely make sure we don't leave y'all hanging this long again and uh <laughs> i definitely look forward to telling my report card story on the next episode that's <laughs> 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 a good one uh but other than that man and thanks for taking some time out today to not a pride anytime to log in oh and uh shouts shouts out to uh nathaniel merriweather you know for also tuning in and and, and listening in on the show too also clifton powell as well <laughs> yes so, of course special guests <laughs> big, big time special two big time special guests yeah stay covid yep, free I- Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. We'll see y'all on the next one. All right. Peace. 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 Peace.